You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network. Welcome to another episode of your favorite sports betting show. That's right. It is time for the Degenerate Dungeon brought to you by the Glass Cannon Network. I'm your host, Brian Hollywood Hagen, and I couldn't be more excited. It is time. Judge behind. Look, look. Look at what they're doing. They're playing football. Not right now, but maybe by the time you hear this or what we got going on tomorrow night. As we're recording this Wednesday evening, Thursday night football, week one, NFL 2023. I'm going to take a little deep breath. That is the calm before the storm of making mad dough. And the man who always made mad dough with me throughout our jump the sharp and some of the dungeons, some I say, because the dungeons on Sunday mornings were a little bit of a wreck. We just had a good time. We're talking serious here. And it's my better half, the beautiful. The lovely, the talented, the woodman, David Woody is here. Yeah, we were just talking off air um, for a quick second, folks, about how last year was just a weird year in the NFL. Um, we weren't mm-hmm. the only ones who noticed it. It's very, there's my cat. It's very, um, it was very uh, loudly and consistently commented on by the professional betters, the the the, the bookmakers, the professional betters, sharp, you know, so-called sharps. People who've yeah. been doing this betting on the NFL for decades, literal decades. Um, they had a tough time last year. Last year was a weird, Rough weird one. year. Um, I don't know why. I have not been able to figure out what was diff- so different about it. But we did find our, our, you know, mu- we our, our muscles figured it out as the season went along, and we, but we were by the end we found our stroke. We did. Uh, we did. So you know. Yo, uh, happy fourth year to you and me going into yes. our fourth NFL season as the uh, podcasters, I guess, betters, um, doing our thing. Our first two seasons, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, we murdered Lights it. Lights out. I mean, we were uh, plus like 30 units each year, um, which is basically like if you're a $100 better, three grand, you know, you're at, you're at for that year. Um and last year was a little rough, like he said, but we picked up the steam at the end, and we're just looking to keep that rolling into this. I mean, I cannot believe we're here. Like it's, I'm, it's pinch me style, kind of, kind of. By the way, um, Scott Vicious says, "Yo, Woodman looks like he got a little bit of a tansky." Hey, he was, he's been over, he's been over the Hollywood house two weekends in a row, right on that pool deck, yep, right, right in the pool, that's basking, it. if you will, basking, big time. But thanks for everybody that's here. Um, we appreciate yes. you being in chat. And lurking, if you do that too, more power to you. Live on Twitch as we are every Wednesday evening, 10 p.m. Eastern time, uh, right here, twitch.tv slash GCN Employee Lounge. And, of course, the podcasts are available immediately after this show. So, as always, listen to the pod, give it a little likey, you know, a little five-star rating, and just let one person know, as your boy Fife would say. Tell your mother, tell your father, send a telegram. My man, Pots and Pants, big time. At GCN Sports on Twitter or X, I still i am getting used to that. At Degenerate underscore Dungeon. We should probably Instagram. we should probably get used to saying X. I don't we think should. it's going to change back. <laughs> big time. 
And you should know also at Glass Cannon Pod, everybody knows where to find them. Um, uh, Yeah, a couple announcements. One uh, one thing is congrats to everybody who was part of our second annual Degenerate Dungeon Guillotine League draft last night. That was fun. We had a good time. Uh, 17 teams deep. I mean, by round six, it was like, who? The fuck is this guy? You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, it's just like people's names were just like countries and stuff. We're like, who is this guy? I don't, I don't know Poland, Uzbekistan, but I guess he's the third string running back for some team. Um, it was incredible, but it went, yeah, we went 14 rounds, 17 teams, and it was uh, <laughs> that's a lot of human beings. Bottom to, uh, of the barrel, pal. Yeah. Supposedly know something about them and, you know, how good yeah. they might be. <laughs> we, we, uh, we exhausted the, talent let's just put it that way in the nfl roland even thinks did he draft carry on johnson at one point you very well may have my man pots fans let's go um now converse lady sierra come on she says i hope you guys fared better than me in the draft i'm not too impressed with my team well you were the runner-up last year so we're going to give you a pass i bet all you and need also, no one is going to be impressed with their own team in the 17 team league That's it's true. too it's too um uh thinned out Right, yeah. the, like butter scraped over too much bread, you know. Now I so. want some bread. I do have some Hawaiian rolls still from our party that we had last week, so I might have to go tackle them after um, go. Finish. By the way, I love that reference, uh, Roland, uh, to carry on Johnson. He had the best nickname maybe in the NFL ever. Carry on, my wayward son, the Wizardator. Oh, okay. Was that- <laughs> because you know the Wizardator was that device that you can put clean urine in from someone else that you bought. And then you use it to take the uh, drug test, you know, because it looks like it goes around your midsection. It kind of looks like you're peeing. So that was the wizard. So, you know, what don't you fucking understand? You'll people will remember who was uh, got caught with with it in in his in his carry on luggage. See, so it's a carry on Johnson. Get it. Okay, there it is. I mean, we got there. We got there, folks. We're also going to get to the end of that league one day. It's 17 teams. And you know what? Honestly, Converse lady. Don't sell yourself short. It's the guillotine league. You might not be happy with your squad. Just don't be the 17th worst this weekend, and you will have some prime pickups to make if you so choose. Uh, Also, of course, the genesis of the Degenerate Dungeon was our Sunday morning shows, only on Twitch, 10 a.m. Eastern. They are back. So you have the podcast now, and we're also going to see you Sunday morning, every Sunday morning, leading you into the action. Um, That is uh, very finely called Degenerate Dungeon Bagels and Locks. We have deemed that show. So that is a Twitch only show. So make sure that you subscribe or I'm sorry, follow at least the GCN Employee Lounge because that's the only place you're going to find that bad boy. And most of it is going to be totally irrelevant like two hours later. Like you won't be able to act on the bets. So you, you won't even, it's not, it's not that you, nobody could get any use out of uh, watching the video on demand on Twitch, but not many people will because you'd have to do it almost right away. Yeah. There's not enough time for sure. Um, so, so just catch throws. it live if you can. And if you miss it one week, that's fine. Just catch us the next week. I'll get Roland says I went full chargers and I'll tell you why Roland, because out of the five leagues I'm in or whatever, I didn't have my MVP pick Justin Herbert. I love Keenan Allen this year. I just didn't have him, And I said, you know what? Screw it. Uh, that's the way I want to roll. Uh, another way I want to roll is to put something very fine and delicious down my gullet before we get going. And that's right. It is time, ladies and gentlemen, for America's favorite segment. A little bit of the bubbly. 
something we like to call what are we drinking before we get into week one NFL picks. It's here. David, what are we going to pop the top on to celebrate right now? Yeah, well, I had uh, I have a few left of these here that I really, really like. I actually love, love, love this beer. I did want to um, caveat, though. I know somebody, it was either you or O'Brien, had this on here not that long ago. But it's the uh, the up and out. Yeah, yeah, I put an up and out. 2SP. Out was it so, you? So it was good. you. Yep, yep. It's really good, and um, it's it's so it's a hazy John that's not real overpowering. It's only six uh, percent, which is actually like we've discussed before, kind of an ideal percentage for a beer to be like that yeah. six seven range. They're they're always real good, you know. It's good. Um, and the real big boy heavy ones. I mean, I love them. Don't get me wrong, but you can only really have one or two, right. you know. What a nice pour, too. You're going with the Eagles, the old school Eagles glass, as you've been doing. Giddy up. Converse ladies coming around. She says, newly discovered love of hazies. They're incredible. Yes. Me too. Well, me too, like about two years ago. But they've been around for longer than that. But I, uh, I'm i with you, Converse lady. What a great beer. Uh, not much to say about it. It's just a clean drinking. It goes down real smooth. It's not crazily bitter or anything like that it's just nice balanced good drinkable hazy it's really nice it's a beautiful thing i mean what more could you ask for as we head into the nfl just That's something right. nice and easy gonna get the job done you know tastes good tastes good well i'm gonna go ahead and do something here oh, no. that uh well i mean let's we're not i'm not getting this is something fun it's fun go You're birds going- you see the hat, right? Yeah. No, I'm not going crazy, crazy. Okay. <laughs> this is a, let's see here, 7.0 on the index on okay. the Richter scale. So nothing right. crazy, right? No, yeah, it's good. But what are we doing here? We're talking football. Let's go. I mean, you know where our fandom lies. Wearing green, got the green going on today. Never seen this before. Shout out to my boys over at Big Top. Um, They put a nice little ready for football, pump you up, Eagles style four packer that they just molded themselves. They pick four beers, four 16 ounce Johns, and they put them as a pack, all that have to do with football, mostly the the Eagles. Um, And I'm going to be showing them off as we go, uh, probably in the next four weeks, to be honest with you. But it's the start of the year. And I have to go with this one because we're, we're setting out on a journey here, not only just to make money, but as our fandom of whatever team you dig, uh, it's the genesis of where they're going to ultimately end up. And right now, I have a feeling that I want to drink this. It's called Road to Victory IPA. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that little uh, interstate logo. 7.0. Yeah. Let's go, birds. I don't even know what can. I'm in for. It's a great Good can. Evening. I also love the... Um, ooh. Drink them low and drink them high. <laughs> That's great. That's really great. For those um, not I, for those not aware, this is the tagline of the uh, Eagles fight song. By the way, yes. sorry, Woody. No, you're good. I was just going to say, um, people. I don't know if you noticed the the kind of cartoon beer hop uh, that's wearing the Eagles uh, helmet. Which yes, is that was, funny. That was that's, that's a nice little, uh, nice little piece, a little cartoonish. John, look at oh, this is going a little bit darker than I anticipated. Let's see what we got. Ooh, dare I? I'm not even full. I didn't. Ooh. Oh, it's right. pretty. Here we go. Look at that. Cheers, Nash and Dungeoners to a hell of a fucking NFL football season. Hell Here we yeah. go. I would love, like, I'm so goddamn amped that I just want to put this down the 
Ah, <laughs> but I'm just going to have a little Sipsky. Mm. I don't, what? I don't even feel like I'm actually like drinking this beer. It just disappeared <laughs> in my mouth. It's like the the cotton candy of beers. Like you put it in your mouth, you taste it, and then it's gone. Oh, it's back though. Now it's back um, in pog form. No, I just want to show that again because Woodman loves it. Look at the little hop devil <laughs> with the uh, with the eagle's helmet. It's cute. This is I, I can't necessarily say delicious because it's like almost like you're not tasting what you're you're here for. But then it hits you at the end. It's really good. I'm not saying it's not good. It's a great beer, but it's it's dangerous. Mm. I don't taste this, John, especially as an IPA. Until about four or five seconds. Like right now, could have been a Coors Light. Like I don't taste it, and now it's hit me. Like it's it's that's pretty nuts. I've, I don't think I've ever had a beer like that before where it doesn't hit me, and then it just, what are these, your adenoids? Yeah. Whatever, I, you know, I, they're, they're, I don't want to do this too much because my three kids are making this white hair come like crazy. But uh, wow, that's impressive. I actually dig it uh, a lot. It's just weird because it's it's almost like the wine of IPAs. Like just take a little sip. Let it soothe you for a little bit because it'll get there as far as the taste is concerned. Giddy up. Oh, by the way, Victory Brewing, local John. Road to victory. Go birds. Woodman. You want to do this? I can't wait. I mean, it is absolutely time. Come on, It's time to get down to business. I mean, this is like our Christmas. It's We're pumped. It's time to go. And just for those who don't, no, uh, our old school format, we uh, are kind of staying true to it. So the, the the folks who used to listen to Jump the Sharp, you're going to be right at home. We're not getting too far off of it, but we are uh, rolling crushable index. Dude, scary crushable, like friggin' one of the most crushable IPAs I've ever tasted, ever. Like that could be bad news because if you want it to get funky and you're on one, you could just go and go and go, even straight out the can. And you wouldn't know what hit you until you're halfway through the, the can. And then you would start to taste it. Like, that's that's bad news. Big time on the crushable index. But, uh, oh, do we have a little we have a little skid ski in the house? What's up, skid? Hey, skid. Oh, yeah. What's up, big man? So happy to have skid on board. Skid, you got to be on one of these shows, too, whether it's a, a Sunday morning, John, or one of our Wednesday evening. You're always welcome. You know that. The people would love to see their favorite. Like, let's be honest. You're the favorite, right? Woodman, who's your favorite? The skid. Right, uh, correct. That's it. Done. Thank you. <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding. Go ahead. Go ahead. Skid, hang around for a sec. Uh-oh. What are you doing? You going to no, send just, him something? Just hang, oh. hang around for the first little bit here. Let's see if he likes it. Let's see if he likes it. Let's see if you like it. So I was saying. He's going to like what I have to say. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. All right. Um, but yeah, so our format, we're going to go with two plays of the week each. We normally did three, but we're going to save one in the holster for our boys uh, on Sunday morning. And then we roll into what we like to deem our pay dirt prop, which is the uh, fellow that we think will be finding that end zone and a touchdown score. Um, and then, Woodman, I didn't tell you about this because we were talking about this pre-show a little bit. There's a segment that we didn't talk about. And I got to shout out my man, Pots and, Pots and Pans, Muscles Marinara. Russ Nick, if he's in the chat, he was he's probably not. He's probably he's gonna hear the, the show though. That's my man. Um he mentioned about the easy teasy. Mm. The mm -hmm. easy teasy, which is yours truly's favorite segment. Um, in which I just kind of 
Woodman is not very not that you're not comfortable with teasies. You're just you don't look that way. No. Right. They don't they don't occur to me. So teasers are in which you can tease the line and another line or as you can actually go crazy with like a 16 teaser. But you tease the line six points one way or another, whether it's a spread over under and all that jazz. I do typically do a two team teaser um, and had incredible amounts of success with that. So we go plays of the week, pay dirt prop. Easy teasy. And the one thing we're going to introduce new this year is, hell, we're on live on Wednesday night and on the podcast immediately after. A lot of you folks are going to rock this John on a Thursday. There's a Thursday night game every single night after we record this. So we got to make a pick each on the Thursday night game, right? So we'll do a little Thursday night football pick. Absolutely. All right. So to start it off, baby. It's time for our plays of the week, NFL style. David, I can't believe this is here. I cannot contain this much longer. As always, leading off and playing center field, it's the Woodman David Woody with his favorite NFL week one pick of the 2023 campaign. Let's go. Yeah, lock of the week. So I do my um Hollywood calls it the DWE, which by which he means the Dave Woody effect. That's I've uh, been that so long ago. I really understand whatever that was supposed to mean, but it doesn't matter. That's what it is. It's and stuck, so, dude. Okay. And what I, so what I do is I write man, down. I don't know how well people can see this, but I write down the, the games without looking. Before I look, I don't look at the spreads. So I have to. It's actually hard nowadays to find a place that doesn't have the stupid spreads next to the schedule, but, uh, yeah, so right, I, anymore. I found a couple. So, so, so I, I look up the games and I don't know what the spreads are and I won't so look. Pornhub has spre- uh, the, <laughs> the games, but no spreads. That's cool. Um, so you put, you put the games, then I put my guess as, to, or my, my feeling as to what I think the spread should be. If the Woodman um, was a bookmaker, a Vegas bookmaker, this is the way he would, would make the spread and then he that's right yeah yeah and so then what i do is then i look at what it actually is so i write those down and then then the, I get the difference and so right so the ones that are the most different should be my picks of the week because you know that's where i differ from uh the market basically uh so um you know i, I hope that makes sense Does that makes sense it did it did yeah um and it's been really effective it's been a good strategy for me and it keeps me from um it kind of keeps my biases out of it. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. As long as like, you go into making your own lines without bias, but yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. Which <laughs> good luck, but, but at least they it, it minimizes the bias were. maybe. So what I did was I did that. And the, the, the biggest, the one I was off the most is my pet first pick here. And um, yet it's the Broncos, man. Wow. Uh, I had written down Denver minus eight and a half. That's what I thought it would be. Their home against the absolutely atrocious Raiders, um, who just look. Uh, I mean, I don't. I'm not going to use the word tanking, but they, they are not trying to win. I don't think uh, this year. And um, <laughs> I just love the way you put that so <laughs> so solemnly. I just don't think they're trying. Well, they would have done a lot of things differently. I, feel I like, like how you like, it's like they're already 0 and 17. You're like, I just don't think that they care. I know it's week one, but well, so, well, some teams are actively tanking. I mean, the the, the Cardinals are absolutely tanking on purpose. Oh, dude, the Raiders would love to have Caleb Williams next year. You kidding me? Right, right. The Raiders aren't going to be that bad, but they'll be bad. And uh, Denver at home here, and I think Peyton wanting to make a um, wanting to make a statement in his first game. They're home against a bad team. Um, you know, I thought 
you know, yeah, more than more than it should be more than a touchdown. I mean, the, the Broncos are actually pretty, I think, pretty good. They have a pretty talented roster. Um, and they definitely have the better coach here. Um, they definitely have the better QB, even despite as bad as he was last year, Wilson. Um, yeah. I think we all think he's probably better than this version of Jimmy G, the the, the husk of Jimmy G. I don't want to uh, hear you talk bad on Jimmy G. Okay. <laughs> so uh if McD you know, was here, he'd be with me. For, for, for me, it's pretty easy. Um, I just think one of these teams really wants to make a statement and they're at home and they're mm-hmm. good. The other team, I, I don't think is trying to win very much this year, is on the road and is not very good. <laughs> so to me, it's like, yeah, that's more of a touchdown. Did you just sure. categorize uh, the Broncos as quote unquote good? I did. I think they're pretty good. Do we not think so? I don't. I mean, I'm not saying they're bad necessarily. Mm. They they have a lot to prove. They could be a surprisingly good team. On paper, they should be excellent. So I see where you're going with this. I do like this pick a lot. I would agree. If I were to make if if I were to do, I did not do a Dave Woody effect. If I were to, I would probably put this at about six. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm all over that. Uh once again, everybody do your shopping. As you see right here, boom, on DraftKings, minus three and a half. Uh on FanDuel, it's minus four. That half point goes a long way. I said it last year on the show. Um that that minus three and a half is as crucial as a minus two and a half because everybody looks at that two and a half like once it gets to three, like, damn, that field goal. No, no, no. You got to remember touchdowns normally make seven. So that three and a half is huge compared to a four because a seven, three game is 17, 13. That happens a shit ton. Uh, not a seven, three game. I'm just saying games that end uh, on a, on a four point uh, difference. So, uh, Chamber of Commerce, COC's back with this saying, whatever they are trying to do, McDaniels will do the other thing, probably. Um, <laughs> you know why? Because that guy sucks. Yo, by the way, let me just play this, this drop. guy sucks. RIP to Bob Barker. He went as close as he could to without going over 100. Yes. You know what I mean? He knew what he was doing. <laughs> but, yeah, so he's going Broncos minus three and a half. I really, really like this. I'm on board. Thank you. What okay. do you got? All right, I'll tell you what. Here we go. Let me let me even see. Where do I even have to go for this? I don't have to go far. Guess what? Uh, sometimes our shit's time sensitive, especially when we're doing baseball and we're like, yo, this game starts at like freaking 1 p.m. Eastern. You, you better yeah. get on that bad boy. Um, you know, so this is arguably the, the tough. It is the toughest time of year to bet on NFL football because you just don't have that analysis and that data. But it's also, in a way, the easiest time, too, because you got to realize, like, how teams are going to start off based on moves they've made and and camps they've had and injuries. And I think this is all about the feels and the Woodman, you know, me, man, when it comes to sports betting, uh, you know, you can give me your, your trends. You can give me this, that, and the other, but I'm all about the feels, man. And I think we got some good feels going in. And I think our feels are starting tomorrow night. Hmm. I know that we have a Thursday night football segment. I get it, but you're going to see a little bit of a uh, recurring theme tonight from your boy, and if everybody listening to this show, if all these pan out, you better be listening ASAP when this John lands Mm. in your podcast feed. Chiefs are all the way down to minus four and a half against the Detroit Lions. Are the Chiefs better than the Lions significantly? Absolutely, yes. I mean, the only thing... That would give me pause is how defending champs typically start the year. Mm-hmm, and I say mm-hmm. typically because, like, yeah, most of the time the team's coming off a Super Bowl victory. 
and are kicking off the entire new season in prime time on Thursday night, and they struggle. It happens all the time. But let me show you the last team that... Let me try to touch That's what I'm going to do. That didn't really have an issue. It's the 2020 Chiefs coming out, out of, uh, off a Super Bowl victory who beat the Texans that year. They beat them 34-20 to 20 in Arrowhead. And I know you're saying the Texans... Like, yeah, of course they beat them by 14 in, uh, in 20. In 2020, the Texans had a very comparable kind of team as the Lions do this year. You know, you had Deshaun Watson. You had Jahandre Hopkins. You mm-hmm. you just had the uh, – like, people thought the Houston Texans were their, their possible Super Bowl pick that year and stuff. So – J.J. Watt, Will Fuller. It was a good exactly team. like the you got the Aiden Hutchinson with the Watt, you got the Amon Ra with the with the Hopkins. You know, even people were banging a golf drum. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Rolling, you knew I was going to get there eventually, but the Kelsey factor actually has me more pumped because, like him, most likely being out. He is out. He'll be out. He's not playing. Um, but it actually has me more pumped because not only has it taken the line down a point or two. This was minus six and a half when it opened. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's scaring betters both in the public and on the sharp side of things. I mean, I don't see this game really being that entertaining. I don't I don't think it's not necessarily a huge blowout. But one thing that Casey Casey does is they get out to a lead and they normally don't give that shit up. And I think they get out to a lead. I I think Casey basically holds like a ten to fourteen point lead pretty consistently throughout this game. Detroit yeah. maybe will catch up a little bit. KC will go back on it. Give me KC minus four and a half. I mean. You got magic makers right there. Patrick Mahomes, and I'm going to kind of go the course of this whole show with explaining not this bet, but a lot of bets. When I said there's a trend, there's a fucking trend that I'm going to talk about. And I'm looking to get rich tomorrow night. I'm just going to jump in here and say, so that it, that is my pick for the Thursday night game. You know, we were, I was going to give it at the end, but that just I might as well just say, like, this is it. All and right, we're spoiling some... It's all the same reasons you said, and just that um, uh, as much as one person can make a difference, Kelsey does, but he's still just one person, and it's yep. not – It's it, it, people think of it – it's like – like think about basketball. In basketball, the team with the best player often wins, even if they don't have much else, right? Totally. Think about that that one um, uh, Cavs team, right, when um, – LeBron won. Yeah, LeBron was on. Yeah, sure. It's essentially by himself. You know, he had like not a lot of other good players on the team at all. I thought you meant the Mark Price team with uh damn, and what he, was that big man's name. And didn't he beat was he beat the Warriors, right? When they like, finally won? Yeah. Who were unstoppable, you yeah. know, for yep. years. Yep. And and that's because the team with the best player in basketball can just win the game. And although people that's that's kind of true at the quarterback position they felt, not really though. Um, think about all those years Elway was just incredible and they couldn't even hardly make the playoffs, you know? Right. Um, it's really not true about the other positions. So as great as Travis Kelsey is, and he's probably, he might be the greatest tight end of all time. He probably it's incredible, is. right? Two chiefs he's, tight ends might go down as the best tight ends of all time. He, and he is unbelievable. And I'm not taking anything away from him, but they don't need Travis Kelsey to win this game. Not, they don't. not by five. Nope. They and don't. it's funny. Roland puts out there. He says, yeah, no, Chris Jones. I get that too. And uh, yeah. that's fine. I mean, it's yeah. not fine. It's a He's bad their thing, best but, defensive player. But he also says betting the over isn't a terrible idea. Roland, I, me, I was thinking that too, Roland. Sometimes me and you, Roll, are like on board. And, I, and I'm, I'm going to hook you up with something a little bit later. Don't want to spoil it. Woodman, second pick of the week. 
Second pick feel equally good about this. This could have been first. So it's it's not a sometimes I do put them in order, but like this one really could have been first. Um I wrote down that I thought <laughs> maybe this is I don't know. I am I crazy? Tampa Bay is not trying to win, right? I mean, apparently you have like <laughs> you have it out for teams that already are tanking. Well, yeah, because if they weren't tanking, they would have done different things in the offseason, correct? I, well, I mean, sometimes you're just it's not like, in that position. Well, it's like you know, if it's like if I show up to take a, an exam and the teacher's like, Did you study? And I'm like, No. <laughs> they might they might reasonably conclude that I'm not really trying to pass the exam. That right? doesn't make sense. So some of these teams that you know punted the offseason, sure. uh, I would argue, are not trying to win. I guess I guess, I guess you don't agree. That's okay. We can no, no. I'm fine um, with it. I, th- I thought the Tampa Bay's moves this year showed that they're, they would like to use this as the first of probably two or three rebuilding years. So, you know, Brady's gone. It's all over. The, they're definitely they would love to trade both Godwin and Evans while they can still get something for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they got to see what they have in some of these young guys. Baker is there to absorb losses and sacks you know he's there to throw interceptions he's there to (laughs) he is there on purpose Mm -hmm. to lose games they have Mm -hmm. to lose a lot of games they want a good pick next year i i don't this is very unusual for you to push back on that i thought you i'm not pushing back on this i'm just saying the way you're approaching some teams of as already out of it like as tanking before their very first game they've played in the season like there's do you remember when when we had like Mark Sanchez as our quarterback and we were like, you know what? You know, he did lead two Jets teams to <laughs> to to AFC Championship games. Like he's really good. You know, like every team and every fan base gets hyped and they convince themselves of something. And for you to say that the team themselves on two <laughs> occasions in a row that they're already out of it like mentally is really really interesting to me. However, mm-hmm. The two teams you picked blow. I don't think that I'm, I am not saying that their fans want them to lose. Uh, no, I'm just saying that the front office wants them to lose. I don't think the players, <laughs> I don't think the players want to lose. I don't think the players want to lose. And I, I, there's probably not a lot of coaches in the NFL where the owner could go up to them and be like, yo, listen, me and the GM sat down. We had dinner at uh, Jean George and we uh, talked <laughs> it over and we decided that, uh, you know, Jean George's house or. <laughs> we want to lose the next two years, dude. You're I, don't think some... I don't think there's a ton of NFL coaches that'd be like, "Oh, that's cool." Yeah, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like they'd be mad, right? Like, like picture. Imagine saying that to like Bill Belichick or Dan Campbell or Nick Sirianni. Like they would not want to hear that. Okay, so I'm not saying that the coaches and the players want to lose, but what I'm, I'm getting is... some real major league vibes. <laughs> you know, to say Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball. <laughs> the team definitely wants to lose from the top down and and for sure and there's about six of them and so but one of them is definitely tampa bay and and i think minnesota's pretty good you heard my pro vikings argument uh on the show yeah uh with charge he agrees with it and he lives there now and he knows this stuff uh you know as well as anybody but at the same time i'm not gonna uh, uh, assume that they're some kind of world beaters but i, th- I thought the the number you got on them to win the division was a really good number. I think they'll make the playoffs. Um, 
people get re- are really fixated right now on how quote unquote fraudulent they were last year. And that's mostly true. They definitely won like, all of their one score games and you can't yep. really do that. But again, then again, like I think they can be a little bit better than they were last year. You know. Well, let's that, look at, as I I'm, I'm I'm and by the way, we're burying the the uh, the line here. It's minus six, and you're taking that as yep. Minnesota minus six. I like that yeah. as well because I wrote um, down Minnesota minus ten. Geez, you know what? That might be a great teaser piece, by the way. But here's what I love about it: if you look at the first five right underneath touchdown score odds, four of them are Vikings, <laughs> you know? So that should tell you something alone. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, Vikings minus six. I, I dig it. I do. I do dig it a lot. I'm just, I'm not playing devil's advocate. I'm just saying the the approach of like these teams automatically, like, look, they do suck. But to put it out there that they're just like already in tank mode, that's just where I was like. Hmm. Well, I again, I'm trying to make a distinction. I think, I do think they're absolutely in tank mode from the top down. The players and the coach are not there yet. I give you uh, that. Yeah, yeah, I'll that, give you. That, I concede yes, that. Right? right now, they the will get. Players that are there. there will try and play their ass off. They're not. In, in it the is beginning. not the personnel that the ownership wants. We've all seen teams that you know down the stretch when they they're awful, they they seem to kind of quit. That's not until later. That's yeah. not until later. Yeah. All right. Well. Um, I told you I got a little bit of a theme in this one. And Steely, I see you in the chat there. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Especially that last one. <laughs> but uh, I have to just kind of just say the course here. Why, why am I still at this game? Well, because sometimes when you make your second pick, it doesn't have to be a friggin' spread. And I love this game. Did I tell you yet how much I love this game tomorrow night? You're, or, or you're all over it, man. I'm going to go ahead and go right over here to rushing and receiving props. And I'm going to let you know that there's a person here that, like, when I first thought about this prop, I thought it'd be like 28, 30. It wasn't even close. It's not even close. And that's the Mahomes over 17 and a half rush yards. Okay. I mean, this John, like, what? I know it's juice to minus 120 and the same John on FanDuel. So uh, it's, it's 17 and a half juice to minus 120. You got to pay a little bit to make a little bit, right? But this is going to happen. And I'll tell you why. Mahomes rushed for 20 or more yards in 10 of 17 games last season. Wow, 10 of 17. Hollywood, you don't really like trends. Like, that's not even freak. That's like, what, 65? That's not, that's nothing. Yeah, you're right. That doesn't, do, like, move the needle for me that much. But I went through and I looked at every single team they played last season. And when looking at the teams he's rushed for significant yardage against, it reminds me of the fucking Lions as far as the defensive front is concerned. It has, like, not an overly impressive or skilled defensive front or even defense in general, but it has a standout pass rusher or a shit disturber or someone like that, like each one of these. So twice he ran for over 20 yards on Vegas. Max Crosby comes to mind. Not the best overall defensive line, but he had that one dude that just sticks in his crawl, right? Jeffrey Simmons on Tennessee kind of deal. Last year he did it against Buffalo with the Von Millers and 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 the cat from Houston. Why is his why is his name escaping me? I, Ed something. I know Chad will pick me up on that, but he was from Houston University or University of Houston, I should say. Uh, then the Rams he did it too. You got Aaron Donald, but not really much else. Like Lions are led by young stud Aiden Hutchinson, who's going to inevitably force Mahomes to scramble a few times, and they don't really have a a killer defensive line other than that. All you need is like a 10-yard pickup 
by Mahomes in the first half or something. And you're in the driver's seat of this bet. I'll you're take right. Mahomes over 17 and a half rush yards all day. He just scrambles like three times. Just like three it. times he'll get three it. Three times. He does have the unfortunate, you know, uh, recurring thing where he'll take the knee at the end because he's a, a fucking quarterback of the Chiefs and that's what they do because they're normally up. And that'll like whittle down. That's like minus six. It, it seems like he loses like six to eight yards at the end of every game. So you need to probably be at like 28 before. The, but no, I, I think that this is a, a good one. Um, he might have this be, before the first half is over. I'll take Mahomes over 17. Sometimes he's got to like what you like. And I'm all over this game. I love this game so much. I love so many things. Like I said, I, it might not be the closest game. might not be the most fun to watch. But when you have fun things like this, that especially that you can you, you can like hit on immediately, uh, I, I dig it. So, I think if the if the Chiefs, if the Chiefs get way way out in head out ahead, um, I think the Lions will be able to come back to an extent to like make it slightly more interesting. It should be. Fun I agree. To I agree. There should be a lot of fireworks. You God, would think. See, this is uh, this is like fucking stamping everything I'm sa- I'm thinking. Every like what, what Roland's saying, some of the chat is saying, and you, what you just said, like everything. I have these like already in my head, and they're points I'm gonna make. And I'm so happy that they're being said before I will get to them. And these will all be rehashed, and I'll get to a bunch of them. But what you just said, Woodman, is also a reason why I'm taking another bet later, and I love every bit of it. But right now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and say who we are going to, uh, who we think is going to find the end zone. Um, you know what? This was kind of like the, the Sunday morning drop, but I, I got to do Where Where is he? Where, 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 where? Where's my boy? Right? It's the Cordauer Patterson Paydirt prop. Yo, who's finding the end zone this weekend, Woodman, or tomorrow night? I found a really good number that I liked uh, on a uh, on a team that I like as well uh, here, um, and was almost actually almost was a pick of them against the spread, but but wasn't quite enough. But I, I love Lamar Jackson here. Um, okay, they're giving the you're not always going to get plus money. I'm assuming he kind of has a good year. I think a lot of people are, I think uh, finally kind of changing that playbook. It seems like that was overdue. Uh, don't you think the new offensive coordinator, Todd Monken's going to help. He, I think it, people think he's very good. I, I think he is too. So, so I think, I think you'll have some really, really, really nice rushing lanes there for, uh, for Jackson. They want that. They know that he's going to run no matter what they do. He, he's, he just, even if you don't design any runs for him, he's just going to take off. So I think they will design a run for him because they know he's going to run anyway. It's part of his game. It's you paid him all this money. You want to see your, your guy do the things that you paid him to do. And um, I think, uh, I think the Texans uh, are going to have more than they can handle here uh, from uh, this new offense. Beautiful thing. Lamar Jackson plus 130 to score a touchdown on DraftKings, minus 110 on FanDuel. If this year goes the way I think it might go for Jackson, he, you will never get him at plus money again. Wow. Wow. Okay. So, you're, you're, I mean, you're he wasn't bullish. plus. He, he was rarely plus money um, when, you know, when he was going well last year before he got hurt. Yeah. You, you know, you had to pay to get him as yeah. a TD score. Yeah. Big time. So um, plus one thirty is a nice number. Yeah, giddy up. Uh, all right, here we go. Also, I think Andrews might be out, and so that that one of his I main. I think he's playing. You think but he's still, gonna try, but he might but be still. limping around. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. just limping out there. Uh, awesome, Derry says. Yo, have we reached out to Cordy Pats yet for the guest feature for the dungeon? You know what's funny? Like this year is probably gonna be the year where he's fended off as the third stringer 
he might not get that as much play or he will. That'd be great. I'm, we're rooting for our boy, but you know, maybe we should like put out like a, 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 a whole push for all of the, the dungeoners out there. Everyone, we can just like tweet them at the same time. Be like, yo, you should go on the show. That'd be friggin' all these are. <laughs> well, don't tell him that. Austin Derry says he's our mascot. Don't tell him that per se. <laughs> You know, just say we're big fans and we talk about you a lot. Gordon uh, Patterson to the end zone. You know what I mean? Good, it's man. the best. Patterson to the end zone. It's a beautiful <laughs> thing, Cordaro. Oh, I can't wait to talk. Some you don't Cordaro. have him though. That's not your pick because he's probably no. Like, it's not my pick. Five hundred or something. No, for my pick, um, I'm gonna go to a game. Let's see here. What game should I pick? Let's go to the Thursday night game, baby. <laughs> Let's go to the Lions Chiefs. And I'm sorry. I know I saw a couple of you Lions fans. And you're like, man, is, is, is Hollywood finally going to pay us off here? I'm sorry. I can't. This news with Travis Kelsey, like today, yeah. pretty much being official, he's out. One, one player just was like bulging in my mind with every heartbeat. It was like, it started out like, you feel the tempo. And I just kind of like pushed in a little bit on the side. I went Pacheco, 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 Pacheco. Give me Isaiah Pacheco plus 135 on DraftKings. Don't go looking at Fandle, Fandle. Get your shit together. Yeah. He's minus 105 on Fandle. We say it every year. Fandle and their touchdown, Johns, just don't do no. it. But it's almost never better. Almost never, ever. No. Someone's got to eat, and who better than the running back who can catch the ball out of the backfield and really give defenses headaches? And he has the ability to punch the ball up the middle every now and again, but he can be shifty as hell. Um, it's just Courtney I'm Pass, just, by the way, anytime is plus 350 if you're still interested. Dude, we're obviously doing that. Yeah, Roland, I'm on board. He says, What about uh McKinnon? Uh, yeah, I just think that oh, yeah, like McKinnon too for McKinnon sure. work. probably better off for the for the uh for the scratch because you, you got to go all the way down here to plus 190. But that's not that big of a difference, and Pacheco's going to get one. He just is. I mean, Andy Reid's notorious as hell for using these running backs. So uh, oppo opponents' defensive coordinators are just hate playing against Andy Reid running backs. Look at Brian Westbrook, what his Eagles days, Shady McCoy. Then he goes to KC, Jamal Charles. You know, he just he knows how to game plan. Uh, and KC just doesn't – by the way, I'll get to this in a little bit. KC just does not lose the first game of the year. Uh, look for Pacheco to find his way in, in the end zone at least once, honestly, and make sure you find it on DK. But I just like the guy's style. I'm not like huge on him for fantasy this year, but it seems to me that every single time the Chiefs start their year, especially in prime time, the running back gets like one, maybe two. I mean, look at CEH. I mean, Edwards Alaire scores like they scored, he scored last year when everyone counted them out. His rookie year, I know he had two, I think, against what was that, the Patriots or whatever. Um, but yeah. So I just uh, – McKinnon's a good point. Definitely, like, uh, another another possibility. And they, they also have who, – who else is their other guy back there? Don't got someone else running back there? I mean, they could do some end-arounds, look out for Tony, Rasheed Rice, stuff like that, Sky Moore. Um, but I'll just take Pacheco because I really do think that if this, if this is anywhere, like, in the red zone but not close to the goal line, if they're between the 10 and 20, I think that's Pacheco time. Not only just draws – or or uh but but also screen passes so i love this pick i think pacheco for the for the td and then if you're at, if you guys are doing like a dfs lineup um i would definitely use mckinnon uh i think because he's gonna get a lot of work just in general yeah. he'll have a lot of catches he'll have a few carries some bunch of catches probably over the middle part of that field i bet you uh with with kelsey out big time and now it is time 
for something I would like to introduce a lot of Dungeoners to. Uh, a lot of Jump the Sharpers knew all about it, but for those that have been listening to the show as we've been uh, rebranded in, uh, in our beautiful partnership with the Glass Cannon, uh, welcome to the first Hollywood easy teasy of the season. This is where I create an NFL teaser um, where you can sway a line six points each way. And uh, where should I go? Where should I go? How about we go drop? to Thursday night game? If you, don't, if you don't have the drop, I can do it live. No, I'm no, I'm doing it. I'm I'm, I'm trying to work my way up. You know, this is why we don't pre-produce. But sometimes uh, on these easy teasies, you just need a little bit of the uh, you know a little bit of motivation to really make you get through it. And I was hoping that um, everyone would just enjoy this with me because the Woodman had something to say. Once. Tease me, Daddy. I okay. and then sometimes it gets really excited when I make I'm teasing one. You bitch. All right. Well, let's see about this. Let's see if this mofo likes this, John. I don't have to go very far here. What did I say about how I feel about this game? I think we're on board with it. So give me the four and a half. Now you'll see. For those not familiar with teasers, you're going to see how this shit works. It's pretty cool. And are there points going to be scored in this game? Yes. <laughs> yes. A good My amount goodness. of fucking points, Lions Chiefs. Absolutely. So what you do is you tease the over, and then you hit this teaser button right here, and that turns, if you could see, this yep. would now be plus one and a half to the Chiefs. So now if the Chiefs lose by one, I'm covered, and the over is 47 now instead of 53 because you teased it down six points. So that push won't help us on teasers. We need that to be 48 total points to win. I would love for this to be 52 and a half so I can get that at 46 and a half. But the easy teasy this week is easily, no pun intended, Chiefs plus one and a half and over 47. Um, Great. I don't think I need to talk about, you know, the Chiefs actually getting points because of what I've already said. I think they cover. But if I do, the, the Chiefs speak for themselves. And and I, I guess you can make an argument. So do the Lions on the offensive side of things, but I just don't think the Lions' no. offense is, is as prepared to double up on their twenty twenty two performance. You know, um, well, they're bound to put up some points. Well, they're not. It's not even in the same class because right. of, because of the difference at quarterback. Right. You know, but to something you said, Woody, which got me excited, is let's you got to look at X factors when you're putting money down on shit like this. Dan Campbell's our head coach. It doesn't matter. If they're down 42 points, that motherfucker is going to make his his players play. Oh, yeah. And, you know, with him leading the team, that team like that, th th you're betting the over because that fucker won't quit. He won't let his team quit. So let me go ahead and touch on something and what the Chiefs have done out of the gate in recent history. I told you that they just do not lose on week one. This is the last eight seasons. And let me go ahead and let you know. I'm going I'm to give you the quick rundown of, of what they did in the last eight seasons here. And let me know one thing that everything has in common. Ready for this? 2022, 44 to 21 win at Arizona. 2021, 33 29 win versus Cleveland. 2020, 34 20 win versus Houston. 2019, 40 to 26 win at Jacksonville. 2018, 38 to 28 win at LA. 2017, 42 to 27 win at <laughs> New England. 2016, 33 to 27 win versus San Diego at the time, the Chargers. What does all that have in common besides winning? It has a lot of points. Okay. And we all like I winners. Want winners. I gotcha. But 
you know, I just think that the, the, the Chiefs are coming out firing. The Lions will come out firing. They're going to give everything they got, and I love that about this Dan Campbell team. They're going to go ahead. and Yeah, 33, They that is correct. Twice rolling. 33 was the low twice in the last, what was that, seven seasons that they've scored by themselves. So give me, give me that. The Lions are easily put up, you know, possibly 20 themselves. Um, but, yeah, I'll take that over 47, and the uh, now you're getting plus points on the Chiefs' side. I'm loving an easy teasy to start the year. Let's go cash this, John. Uh, the, there is a little bit of juice when you do a six point teaser at minus 120. And last year, FanDuel had the six point teasers at minus 130. I don't know if that's the case this year. I didn't do my due diligence because I don't like the fact that FanDuel has it at minus five and a half. And the over under, I think, might be like 54 or something. So you got to do your research as always. But easy teasy is back, Woodman. How'd that feel? That was fun. Felt really good. That's a solid pick, buddy. Right. Well, now we're going to do something we haven't done, or at least Woodman hasn't done yet, and that's pick. Make a pick on the Thursday night game. You no, know, I I've did, done man. I did, man. I'm telling you. No, I'm just saying I've been making that. Let's, oh, this is the this is the Thursday night theme for, uh, for Amazon. But it's time now. To make our Thursday night football pick, uh, I've made like 18. Woodman, what is your I've favorite? also made one. Oh, that's right. You did make one. To actually, yes. Yeah. Psych. You know what? So we're just done. having a good time. Okay? That's good. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Oh, oh wait. Let me guess. You have like an extra bonus one or something? I'm, uh, I have something that I think anyone that fucking knows me knows what's coming. Anyone have anyone in the chat have any idea what's coming? We'll see. Woodman, what do you got first? Jared Goff interception. Do you have that? No, I'm just thinking for you. Don't spoil the soup. All right. Look I what you did, you little jerk. Dude, I already gave my Thursday night pick. What you asking me for? Oh, that's right. You gave it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought you had another one in Stu. Yes, let me just exit out of this. Yes, everybody wins. Mr. Goff, it is the interception. <laughs> okay. Passing props. Let's go down to the pickski. I forgot that you spoiled that because of what I said earlier. Yep. Boom. Goff plus 100. So Woodman is officially on minus four and a half Chiefs. Goff's even money. And I know it's weird because it's like, whoa, wait a second. This dude was getting to like plus 140, plus 150. Why is it down to even money? Something's amiss. A few bets are going to happen. Something's missing. Something's missing. (laughs) You know what? I just got to. Now I got to find it. Where is he? Something's missing. It is there, Frank. (laughs) So obviously I beat the piss out of the Thursday night football drum, but I've yet to touch on something I'm sure that the John John faithful will be hastily anticipating. And I'm getting there. There's a this certain surfer dude, this California dreaming quarterback, you know, he's gonna throw a pick. Okay. I mentioned the game flow I'm expecting, which caters to the Lions playing from behind, which means they need to throw the ball. I, I do see Goff just tossing. He's not going to be taken out of the game. It could be 41 to 10. Jared Goff's going to be your quarterback with like three minutes left in the fourth quarter. And, you know, I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm making this bet just to put an old stamp on the fact that football is back, baby. And this just really makes me feel all warm inside. But like, why the fuck not? Even money. The fact that this is so weird because it's the fact that it was even money that got me really interested in it. I was expecting this to be the plus 140, plus 130 that it was as it built up. Because I'm sure some of you remember, but like 
I think the first time I picked golf was plus 100. Didn't hit. Next week, it was like plus 120. I was like, whoa, what? Didn't hit. Plus 130, plus 140, plus 150. But I can understand if you don't want to tell me on this bad boy because of last year. But nevertheless, we're here and we're ready to go. I just think that Jared Goff just ain't anything close, you know, to what what people think. All of a sudden, he was a Hall of Famer. But that old gray mare, Woody. Old gray mare, she ain't what she used to be. Ain't what she used to be. Ain't what she used to be. Jared Goff going down in flames. Yeah, I mean, I, I was llama. He's due, yes, sir. It's it's a it's a fine pick. He is due. I I do I do wish you would get off of this, like as like a general principle. He nope. never Every threw week. like that many picks. Like he was never like a you know like he's not. It's not his style of play. He's not like a wild man. He has a guy who doesn't have a super strong arm and knows it. So he kind of tries to just keep everything like shorter and on schedule. And if you can rattle him at all or get get down near his feet, it's over. That dude totally. does not know how to deal with anything. And also, if you just if your scheme doesn't leave his guys open, he does not know. If, if he does not see someone open, that guy does not know what to do. Whereas, like a, a guy like you know Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, they will figure something out. They will right? Like this dude will not figure anything yeah. out. <laughs> I'll, pr- I'll promise you guys, Nation Dungeon Owners. I'll promise you. I'm not going to pepper this all year like that again. Okay. I'm just not. <laughs> and Woodman, I'll promise you. I really think it hits. I really do, though. Um, it it uh, could. Roland it says, could. how much How much is it going to take just to get your money back on golf? I mean, what did I do? I probably did four or five weeks. And at that time, yeah. ooh, Nelly, I yeah. got a ways to go. But yeah, you're, I'm hoping you're out the a lot of money. <laughs> I'll tell you what. And how much I got to put tomorrow to make it back up? No, I'm going to have something like a little fun. I'm going to go like... Uh, well, my, my units, thanks to MLB, just isn't really where it used to be. But we're going to have some fun because that's what the NFL is here for. Can you believe it? David, the show's already over? Did we just make all those picks? Do we have more picks to make? Maybe Sunday morning we can I, make some more picks. I have more things to say, and I will say them on Sunday morning. But, yeah, it's Absolutely. very exciting, man. Uh, week one, baby. It's so much fun. We absolutely are. It starts Thursday evening. Lions and Chiefs. I mean, I I went nuts. I went fucking crazy with this game, and I'm looking forward to seeing how we go ahead and pay that off. Yo, everybody in the chat, appreciate you so very much. Everybody listening on the pod, thank you very much. Shout out to everybody that has helped contribute to this program, whether just watching, listening, telling someone about the show, rating it, providing beer skis. Once again, shout out to my boys over at the distributor. Um, I hope everybody had a, an enjoyable time. We will see you Sunday morning, 10 p.m. Eastern time with the Degenerate Dungeon Bagels and Locks show featuring some of your favorites from the Glass Cannon Network, literally en route. We're going to have some like folks coming back from Boston doing the show <laughs> in a car. We're going to have a good time Sunday morning. Make sure you, you don't miss that. Um, Woodman, dude, we, we did it, man. It's here. We made it, pal. As always, thank you for everything, folks. Appreciate it. Big you. time. Web train I see out there says GG's, GG's, GG's to you, my friend, and GG's to everybody out there. Let's go make that dough. NFL week one. We're pumped. This is going to be a big year for the Dungeon and all the Dungeoners. We appreciate you guys so very much. That's the Woodman, David Woody. I'm your boy, Brian Hollywood Hagen. Same peace out. Yo, we'll see you not next Wednesday, Sunday morning on Twitch slash GCN Employee Lounge. Let's go. NFL is here. Let's make that dough. Peace out.
Thanks for listening to the Glass Cannon Network. For more podcasts and live streams, visit glasscannonnetwork.com. And for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else, subscribe today at patreon.com slash glasscannon. 